This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Sorry, tripping over my words today already. That's not a good sign. It's Ali Simpson from Woven Stories at ORFM Dunedin. And I was trying to read and talk to you at the same time. And what happened? You, my banged, tongue, you banged into something. Yeah, my tongue went one way, my brain went the other way. <gasps> Kiora, good morning. Good morning. Are we ready for the show today? Ready to go. We are. Okay, so... We've got lots to cover today. We're going to be talking about some food. We're going to be talking about some um, gardens and some farms and all sorts of stories. And we've got some fun songs for you today. So I'm Ellie Simpson, your local storyteller, but I'm joined by... I'm Ross and I've got my woolly socks on this morning because it's starting to get cold in the mornings. Because it's autumn. It's autumn. It's autumn. Autumn. Yes. Everyone thinks there's just summer and winter, but there's four seasons, and we're going to be talking about that today. Okay, you ready for your first song, though? It is, oh, we all know how much I love Kath B, and here is a Kath P song, Kath B song, called Breakfast Time. What time is it? It's breakfast time at last. You've slept for hours without any food. It's time to break the fast. What time is it? It's time to give your tum a treat. It's breakfast time. And breakfast can't be beat. Don't kiss it. What? Don't diss it. Diss it. Don't sleep too long or you'll miss it. Don't leave it. I won't believe it. If you tell me you're not hungry. Tell me you're not hungry. You've just gone eight hours without anything in your tummy. Don't be ridiculous. Of course you're hungry. What time is it? It's breakfast time at last. You've slept for hours without any food. It's time to break the fast. What time is it? It's time to give your time a treat. It's breakfast time. Breakfast can't be beat. Don't tip it. Don't skip it. Don't play with it so long that you whip it. Don't leave it. I won't believe it. If you tell me you're not hungry. Don't be ridiculous. Of course you're hungry. Tick tock, tick tock. What time is it? It's breakfast time at last. You've slept for hours without any food. It's time to break the fast. What time is it? It's time to give your time a treat. It's breakfast time. Breakfast can't be beat. Yeah. Make yourself some cereal, fruit juice or porridge and toast Pancakes with lemon and sugar is what I like the most Peaches with bacon, not together Stew some apple or prunes Things you eat with knives and forks And things you eat with teaspoons Where's up bananas and milk For a cool smoothie Strawberries, raspberries, blackberries Or even a blueberry Whatever you can find in the garbage to eat Will do, but make sure that it's healthy Nutritious and good for you And while you're on it, tell your parents to get their act together too Cause coffee doesn't cut it tick, tock, tick. What time is it? It's breakfast time at last You've slept for hours without any food It's time to break the fast What time is it? It's time to give your time a treat It's breakfast time, breakfast time. And breakfast 
Coffee Beach. Breakfast time and breakfast Coffee Beach. What did you have for breakfast? <sighs> did you have breakfast? I had breakfast. I hope you did. Ross had breakfast. Yes, he did. And I got jam stuck on my face. <laughs> Actually, Kath B's got a song called Food on Your Face. It's a good song as well. Are we playing that one today? No. Yes, we are. We are. We are later on. Oh, yay. I like that song. Okay, so as I was saying before, it's autumn. It's autumn at the moment. And through the year, we have different seasons. You know that, don't you? Have you learned that at school? What about at kindergarten and play centre? Have you learned that? So what is there? There's summer, autumn, winter and spring. And in between, I always think that it's a wee bit of both. You know, when it's between summer and autumn, it's hot during the day, but it can get a little bit windy. And between autumn and winter, it gets a little bit colder and a wee bit, mm, it's windy and a little bit rainy. And then we get winter, whew, when we get all the snow and the rain. And you see the snow on the hills. Mm. And then between winter and spring, you get really crisp, bright days during the day. But it's cold in the morning and cold at night and we often get frost. That's and why you put your woolly socks on. Yeah. And then between spring and summer, it starts to get crisp and then warmer and warmer and warmer. So there's all the, between the seasons is different things. And what happens with the seasons? We get all sorts of things. We get wind. Yep. And we get rain. And sometimes really strong wind blowing so hard the rain's going sideways, not coming straight down. Yeah. And we get hail and we get frost. Oh, yeah. And we get dry. We get droughts, don't we, when there's not enough rain. And if the frost goes on the ground, like on, on the concrete paths, you just got to walk slowly. Otherwise, you might slip over. <laughs> Yes, Ross. It's <laughs> a bit of random stuff popping into my head there. <laughs> what else do we get with the seasons? We get dry leaves, you know, in autumn when they change colours, or in spring when you get brand new flowers and they're coming up, you know, the spring bulbs. And then in winter, oh, I love the trees in winter when they've got no leaves and they're just... They look like big sticks in the ground. Well, yes. Well, with they nothing. kind of are, Ross. They're a tree. Yeah, true. With... <laughs> With no leaves on them. I think they're really pretty. I think they're really lovely in winter. And I love the snow. Oh, I love the snow. I'm it's looking cold forward though. to it. Mm. Very cold. So the seasons are really neat. And I've got a story about the seasons later on for you. But the first part of this, we're talking about food. So what did you have for breakfast, Ross? You had jam. Two pieces of toast with jam on them. Yep. I had wheat picks. I had wheat picks. And I'm special <laughs> in some ways because I have to have, I'm a celiac, so I have to have gluten-free. So I had gluten-free wheat picks. They were really yummy. And I had yogurt and milk with them. And did you have any juice, Ross? I just had a cup of coffee. <gasps> I had I water. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's what we had for our breakfast. Water's good. Mm. Did you have breakfast this morning, guys? I know someone's nodding. Who's outside? You can see me and he's nodding. But I hope you did because food's really important and breakfast is really important. But here is a really funny wee song from Mickey Mouse all about eating. Oh boy, my favourite food. <laughs> I like Swiss cheese. I like Swiss cheese. I like cheddar. I like cheddar. I can't think of anything. Can't think of anything. I like cheddar. I like cheddar. 
was the cheese song. I thought it was the other one. And isn't that a good song about cheese? Do you like cheese? Mickey Mouse does. I like cheese too. I love too. cheese. Mm-hmm. Cheese, cheese, cheese. All right. I'm going to leave you now to go to the story. Now, what is the story, Ross? The story today is called Sammy's Miracle. And it's a really nice story about a caterpillar and how soft and smooth the caterpillars are when they crawl around and they don't really know who they are until they change. Oh, because that's what the story's about. Everyone grows, don't they? Here we go. Here is Sammy's Miracle. Sammy Caterpillar hummed away happily to himself as he munched his way through a nice green leaf. Eating was the thing Sammy liked to do best of all. From the moment he woke up in the morning until his eyes closed last thing at night, Sammy would eat. It didn't matter whether it was sunny or rainy, if it was hot or cold, Sammy just went on eating and eating. This day was no exception. He was just finishing off a really juicy leaf when Snail crawled slowly past. Eating again, young Sammy, he sighed. Dear, oh dear, don't you ever stop. If you're not careful, you know, one of these days you'll eat so much that you'll burst. Oh, (laughs) very funny, snapped Sammy. You do say the most stupid things. You really are a silly old snail, he added, with a half-eaten leaf hanging from his jaws. And what's more, it's very rude to speak with your mouth full, muttered Snail as he slowly crawled away. My mouth's always full, Sammy shouted after him. If I waited until it was empty, I'd never say anything. But Snail was out of sight by this time, so Sammy moved on to the next plant. First he ate the dusty old leaves near the ground, then the middle leaves, and finally crawled up the stalk to reach the tender young shoots at the very top. (sighs) Ah, he sighed contentedly as the last piece disappeared inside his mouth. Now I'll crawl down again and make my way over to the next plant. He turned round and had just started downwards when all of a sudden he began to feel rather strange inside. It was a most peculiar feeling, a sort of full-up 
feeling, and it grew worse and worse. Help! Help! called Sammy. I'm feeling very ill. Please, somebody help me! Just then a really nasty thought crossed his mind. Oh my goodness! What if Snail wasn't so silly after all? Perhaps I have eaten too much. Perhaps I really am going to burst. At that moment, a beautiful butterfly fluttered down. Hello, Sammy. How are you today? She asked. Oh, butterfly, I'm so miserable, cried Sammy. I've been such a stupid, greedy caterpillar. I've spent my whole life eating and eating, and now I feel most peculiar, and I think I'm going to burst, just like Snail said I would. He stared up at Butterfly, and a big tear rolled down his furry face. The Butterfly looked at Sammy carefully. Then she laughed. Oh, you silly old thing she said. Snail was only joking. You're a caterpillar, Sammy. Caterpillars are supposed to eat all the time so that they grow big and fat. Soon you will change into a chrysalis, and later on you will crawl out as a butterfly, just like me. Hmm, you look just about the right size for that now, she added. I expect that's why you're feeling so strange. If you take my advice, you'll look for somewhere nice and dry, settle down, and just wait and see what happens. And don't worry any more. Before long, we will be flying around the sky together, just like this. And she soared away up into the air. Sammy watched her go. Then he looked down at his own fat, furry body and all his short, stumpy legs. I can hardly believe it, he whispered to himself. Can I really change into a beautiful, brightly coloured butterfly? Will I really be able to fly one day? Dear me, he added, I do feel very tired all of a sudden. Perhaps I'd better do as Butterfly suggested. He crawled slowly down the plant and along the ground until he reached the garden fence. There he found a tiny crack in the wood and just managed to squeeze his podgy body into it. Then, totally exhausted, he fell asleep. While he slept, all sorts of miraculous changes went on inside his little body as he slowly turned into a chrysalis. Sammy slept on, and then, one sunny morning, the chrysalis began to split open, and a very different-looking Sammy crawled out. He looked down at himself. I didn't burst after all, he cried delightedly. Butterfly was right. He slowly unfurled his damp, crumbled wings and practiced opening and closing them letting them dry in the warm sunshine. Then, in a blaze of glorious colour, Sammy flew up into the air and went off to join the other butterflies among the flowers. Hi, my name is May and I'm listening to Woven Stories. 
That was a great story. I'm actually laughing at Ross. He was saying something to me. Okay. You could make believe you're a caterpillar one time when you put your dressing gown on because it's winter and you'll be all fluffy and inside your dressing gown. You could make believe. It's not winter, Ross. It's autumn. I know, but it, you, could, you could practice. You, you could, could practice, practice in autumn for <laughs> in winter. Yes, I do that. I, I like watching TV sometimes or watching a movie and I get a blanket in winter and I wrap it around me and snuggle up. Just like a caterpillar in a cocoon. I hope you do that too. Okay, another song. Ready? This is from Kiwi Ken and it's called Yum Yum Yum. yum. I am a kiwi. I feed at night. I only eat things I know are right. Bugs and slugs and poo-poo crops I'm different from kids who drink from mugs I drink from a cool, clear mountain stream Where I know the water is pure and clean I like to walk and things I eat I always make sure they're healthy for me Yum, 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 good food in my town I want to grow up to be fit and strong Yum, 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 good food in my town Fruit and veggies every day Helps clean my body, energy to play Chocolates and sweets are just a treat Not something you should always eat The all blacks and silver ferns, they eat well Watch them in action, can't you tell? Yum, yum, they've got good foods in their tongues Yum, 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 good food in our town We want to grow up to be fit and strong Yum, 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 good food in our town Yum, yum. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. <laughs> okay, you're listening to Woven Stories on ORFM in Dunedin. And I hope you know that we've got a new webpage. Have you gone to it? Remember, it's AllieSimpsonStories.com. AllieSimpsonStories.com. And I know if you put Ali Simpson into the search engine, Mum and Dad, you get all sorts of Facebook pages about me and things. But the web page is AllieSimpsonStories.com. And we're going to have a competition about that later on today. But I hope you're going there and seeing our stories and, and looking at our, ba- our past podcasts. Now, we've had yum, yum, yum. I don't know if this next song is so much yum, 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 but ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Captain Festus McBoyle. <laughs> oh, boy. He's so good, Captain. He's so good. He has got a song called Bug Stew. Here we go.
There's nothing worse than waking up and realising you've got no food in the cupboards. And that happens quite often on the old boat, so what we do is uh, we get down and we pick out all the flies. And the fleas and the spiders and the slugs and snails and the worms. And we put them into a big pot of boiling water. And we cook them up for what is known as a bug stew. Yeah. I one, I two, I one, two, three. I got fleas living in my bed. Hiding in the beetles and cheeks. I got the weevils dancing in my cupboards. Mixing with the biscuits and meats. Oh, they make you feel itchy, so itchy, so itchy. It's true. It's true. What can you do? You're so itchy, so itchy. How itchy are you? Very. Uh, pretty itchy. You got slugs crawling on my ceiling. Fat, slimy, head peeling. You got the flies are circling your honey. Chew them up and it's funny. Cause they make you feel itchy, so itchy, so itchy. It's true. It's true. But what can you do? You're so itchy, so itchy. How itchy are you? Very. Still pretty itchy. You got lice, but they taste nice. Woo. Take my advice, there's only one good thing you can do. I come close and I will tell you how to make you feel itchy, so itchy, so itchy, it's true. It's true! It's how you capture the bugs and you cook them all up for a stew. That's, That's what, what you do. do! You capture the bugs and you cook them all up for a stew. That's, That's what, what you do. do! You capture the bugs and you cook them all up for a stew! A stew! A stew! A stew! Come on! A stew! A stew! A stew! It was kind of funny for a while, but I think that'll do. Thank you, Bugs Jew. <laughs> Get that down, yeah. <laughs> oh, Festus McBoyle. He's such a great, great, great musician. And do you know what? I love his costumes as well. He, yes, he does. He dresses his up whole, real neat. His whole motley crew is really amazing. Oh, yeah. But he is actually him and Anna Van Riel. So Anna Van Riel, who we played last week, and I think we might even play her this week. Yes, we've got one from her this week. Uh, and Captain Festus McBoyle, they are in an international song competition. They've got their two songs. Two of their songs are up for awards. So let's, is that, let's is that wish international them. over the whole wide world? Yes, okay. yes. Yes, it is. That's how good they are. Okay. Oh, here's one from Liberty Beat. He's really good too. Are you ready for another one? This is this is about food, but it's a wee bit different. Here, do you hold on before? But before we do, do you like Fijawas? Who's had Fijawas? We used to have a Fijawa tree when we lived in Auckland, and we had so many Fijawas, and we had to stop our granddaughter eating the Fijawas because she used to eat so many. <laughs> But I used to make Fijoa ice cream. Oh, yeah. And I used to have Fijoa crumble. And I used to make Fijoa jam. And there you could pick them off the tree and just eat them like that. With off a the spoon, tree. like a kiwi fruit. Yeah. They are so nice. You have to get them at the right time. I love Fijoas. Well, here is a song by Levity Beat called Fifi La Fijoa. I've been picking Fijoas underneath a Fijoa tree. I can't sleep at night cause when I close my eyes there's a feature following me It's not that she's a freakish fruit, I don't think she's got it in for me But she's singing a song that's going on and on and it's the strangest little melody Fifi followed you home. 
something PJOS Watching it roll by me Till the truck arrives we got a pack for our lives Dreaming of a cup of tea It's not that we have lost the plot But it's always turning oval and green And we're humming a song It's going on and on And it's the strangest little melody It's a great song. All right, so we've been talking about seasons and food today, haven't we? So, have you been to a farm? I hope so. Have you been to, if you haven't been to a farm, have you gone to like a petting zoo in town where they've got all the animals from the farm? So you can see the kunikuni pigs and you can see the the um, rabbits and the lambs and the sheep and the goats and the ponies and maybe some llamas. I've seen a lot of llamas on farms lately. Yeah, a friend of mine's got llamas. She really likes her llamas. Well, I've got a book to read to you today, which is by Rita Dimmock and illustrated by Lee Lamb. Lee Lamb! And it's called Fun at the Farm. I'm going to read it to you now. But I want you to think about it. When you're on a farm and you've got the seasons, it's really important to understand the seasons, isn't it? Because... Farmers, they plant their crops at certain times of the year, don't they? And they have to dig over the soil another time of the year. And they have to bring in and harvest the crops at another time of the year. So they've got to know all about that. Yes, and they have the lambing season at another time of the year. So there's all of these times through the year that they have them kind of on their calendar. But a lot of farmers know. They know what they're doing at those times of the year. Do you know what times they do things? What time do we have lambs of the year? What season do we have lambs? Spur- Don't say it, Ross, because that's our competition today. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a clue. That was a clue. It does go... So the book I'm about to read to you, all you need to do to win this book for your very own, and you can get this book in shops, by the way. This is a special book that they sent to me. So to win this book, just go to our webpage, which is Ellie Simpson Stories, and go to the contact part and just tell me what time of the year we get lambs. What season do lambs get born? And okay. you see them bouncing around in the fields. <coughs> they are. Yep. They almost look like they're made out of springs. And they've got springs on their feet. They do, they do. <laughs> so just go to elliesimpsonstories.com, go to the contact page and put in that answer. It's an email, so it comes through to me. And then I will be able to draw who gets this book next week. Now don't forget though. If you've already entered, your name's still in the competition pot, so I'll be drawing and you might get it. But I hope everybody enters. Now, you ready? This is Fun at the Farm, written by Rita Dimmock and illustrated by Lee Lamb. Turning the pages. 
I like the pictures too. I really like them because, you know, I like my snuggly story. This has got a ute and a dog in it too. The farmer in his ute started playing on his flute one late sunny afternoon. Animals at the sheds all raised their heads and listened to the catchy little tune. Then the cow went moo, and the dog barked too, and the horse went clippity-clop. A rabbit hopped around on the nice, soft ground, and the music just didn't stop. Then the cat joined in and did a quick spin as the music continued to play. A duck by the shed started nodding his head and a mouse came down from the hay. There was soon a crowd for the music was loud but nobody minded the noise. Then a lamb and a pig started doing a jig with the farmer's two little boys. A rooster crowed by the edge of the road and the hens flapped their wings in delight. It was a far it was farmyard fun for everyone, and soon it was nearly night. Then the farmer and his ute stopped playing on his flute and waved as he drove away. All were happy as could be as they headed off for tea. It had been a great fun day. Now, isn't that an amazing book, Fun at the Farm, by Rita Dimmick? Now, that is for you to win. So don't forget to go to elliesimpsonstories.com and put in what time of the year are lambs born on the farm. When you see them springing around in the fields. (laughs) All right, here's the song I mentioned earlier, and that's by Kath B, and it's Food on Your Face. Leftover spaghetti, a wobbly bit of jelly Has any gone into your belly? You've got food on your face Tomato sauce and custard, avocado and mustard Your whole lip's been adjusted You've got food on your face Melts of chocolate and bacon The biscuits you've been baking The milkshake you've been shaking You've got food on your face It doesn't really matter, some of it's getting in so give us a wink through the splatter and show us your cheekiest grin. We'll clean it all up later, keep eating, that's the trick. And if you've got a really long tongue, you could give it a lick. Cause you've got food on your face. Banana, peach and plum stains, soup and a couple of bread grains, pudding, entree and mains. You've got food on your face. The dip your chips with it. Some easy peel mandarin And what's that slodge on your chin? You've got food on your face A kiwi fruit pip On your upper lip Some yoghurt Greek On your right cheek And I don't know how But there's something crusty in your eyebrow And what's that? Brie? And Dad's goatee Cos you've got food on your face
that has been grated, scones that have been dated, everything previously plated, you've got food on your face. It doesn't really matter long, some of it's getting in. So give us a wink through the splatter and show us your cheekiest grin. We'll clean it all up later, keep eating, that's the trick. And if you've got a really long tongue, you could give it a lick. Cause you've got food on your face. Hi, this is Kath B, and you're listening to ORFM and Woven Stories with Ali and Ross. Oh, food on your face, and Kath B is so good. Now, I was mentioning earlier that Anna Van Reel has got a song in the competition as well, an international song competition. It's not this song, but this is one of the ones that I love as well. Are you ready? This is called Rockabilly Water Wheel by Anna Van Reel. Such a lot of fun to spend the whole day through And you can be a rockabilly water wheel too Put your hands in the air Now spin round and round Jump up, jump up Bend down and touch the ground Put your toes to the left Toes to the right The rockabilly water wheel song is out of sight Oh, the rockabilly water wheel's been spinning round and round to the people in the town So they can have a big drink The whole day through You can be a rockabilly Water wheel too Put your hands in the air Now spin round and round Jump up, jump up Bend down and touch the ground Rockabilly water wheel. Oh. Have you ever seen a water wheel? You know, when the water goes ding, 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 around it and around it and around it, and then it goes into the river and then it brings it up out of the river and back in to make something go. And it used to make the mills go to grind up the flour so we could have bread. Now we do it by electricity, but electricity is based on the water wheel kind of idea. So there's so much fun. I've made a water wheel when I was little. Can you hear that noise? That is my thumb piano. I am playing on my thumb piano because I'm going to use it in my story for you now. Are you ready? I'm going to tell you a story that I wrote called The Tomato Witch. Wow. Long ago, long ago, when I was little, there was a man who lived down the road with his wife, and I thought his house was spectacular. Whenever I went past, I could always see this most amazing garden, and it was all in the front of his house. There was no real paths. Well, there was paths, but they went amongst the flowers and amongst the vegetables. There was no lawn whatsoever. 
none, because he didn't want to give up all that space to a lawn when he loved gardening so much. Well, the gardener, he was always in his garden, and he was always joined by his fluffy cat. But his wife, she didn't like gardening, and she didn't like the garden. She would sit on their front doorstep and moan. She would moan about the flowers. She would moan about the vegetables. She was moaning about the weather. She was moaning about the insects. She just sat there and she moaned. Moaned and moaned and moaned. But the gardener, he didn't listen. Because he loved his garden. And every season he knew what to do. He would make sure that in summer... His garden was beautifully watered and he would make sure that all of the flowers had what they needed and all of the vegetables had enough water to grow nice and big and healthy. And then when autumn came along, he would take all the leaves and he would make mulch out of it and he would put it around the bottom of his garden so that no one ran out of water or got too cold in the coming winter. And then when it was winter and there was snow and frost, the gardener would come out and his warmest clothes and his cat would follow him and he made a little wee jacket for his cat so he could come out too in the snow and they would go into the garden and they would wipe away any snow or frost that was where they didn't need it and they had put covers on some parts of the garden that needed to be covered and he would move some plants into his greenhouse to keep them warm through the winter and then after winter When spring came along, oh, well, the gardener, he was just so happy. He was always in the garden and he was greeting all of his new flowers and his new vegetables and all of the new plants that he could see growing for the first time. Oh, the gardener loved spring. He loved how everything grew so fast and so strong. He just loved it. But do you know what he liked growing the most and he spent the most time with? his tomatoes he was the best tomato grower in all of the land and he was famous for his tomatoes he had won so many awards because he would sing to his tomatoes and he would take his piano out and he would play And the tomatoes loved it, and they grew, and they grew, and they grew. But do you know that wife that I said would sit and moan, and moan, and moan? She hated tomatoes. She didn't want to eat them. She didn't want to see them. She hated them, and she moaned the most about the tomatoes. Well, one day, the wife was behind the gardener, moaning about the tomatoes again, when he put his weeds into his wheelbarrow and went round the back of the house to the compost heap and she stood there and folded her arms. Oh, tomatoes, vegetables, I hate the lot, she said. But then she heard a voice behind her. Hmm, well, what would you rather have? And she turned around. There was nobody there. Who said that? Well, I did, a voice said, and the wife looked at the tomato patch, and there, on the tomato vine, was 
a tomato witch. Now, we can only say she was a tomato witch because she was the biggest tomato you've ever seen and her green arms were like growing parts of the tomato, but her hands were like the leaves. But she had a very strong face on that tomato and she looked at the wife and said... If you don't like what you see, what would you rather have? Well, it took a bit for the wife to get her voice back because she was a bit surprised there was a tomato talking to her. But then she got her voice back. Well, I'd rather have a beautiful garden with a pond or anything but what we've got now. And it's always, always hot in this garden. It's always sweltering and it's always, it's just never what I want. Well, then it's raining and then it's snowing and oh, it's just never what I want. Well, the tomato witch looked at the wife and thought, I can help her and I can fix this. And she said to the wife, what would you like? I will grant your wish. Well, the wife said, well, I don't want it to be hot and muggy. I want it to be like summer all the time. And with that, the tomato witch waved her leafy hand and the sun rose in the sky and it got hot and hot and hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter and everything started to dry up including the wife oh it's too hot she said it's too hot stop this is not what i want i don't want it to be this hot no 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 i don't want it to be summer all the time oh your wish is granted said the tomato witch and she waved her leafy hand And it became autumn. And the sun that had dried up all of those leaves was replaced by the wind. (gasps) In came the wind and it picked up all the leaves and it twirled them around the garden in a big tornado. And they started to hit the wife. Ah, stop, she said, stop. Ah, the wind... As she spat out the leaves. I don't want it like this. It's too windy, she said. And the tomato witch waved her leafy hand. And the wind dropped down. And autumn changed to winter. And the wind changed to hail. And the hail came and... Oh, big bits of ice landed everywhere, including on the wife. Ow, 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 ow! It hurt, it hurt so much, she said. Don't, don't, I don't want winter. But it was too late. The snow came and it rose up and up and covered the ground and the rose the snow came up and it covered the wife she had to dig out she looked like a snowman she had to dig out of the snow stop it's so cold stop stop well the tomato witch waved her leafy hand and winter changed to spring And all of the snow disappeared and out through the snow came all of the new growth. And some vines came out of the garden and they grew and they grew and they grew and they grew and they they picked up. 
the wife and they lifted her up into the air. And then, even though she was shouting and screaming, no one could hear her. And then there was a shower, a spring shower, and down came the rain. And it came and it came and it came and everything got soaking wet. And then the water rose and rose and it went in the front door of the house. And it rose and it rose and it got into the bedroom where the gardener was taking a rest on his bed and the cat was at his feet and it lifted up the bed and it took it out the door and the water took it and took the gardener sound asleep in his bed into the front yard and the wife could see it and she said help me help me husband but he was sound asleep so she dove off the vine and she grabbed a hold of the bed and she went I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I just want it to be normal and with that the tomato witch waved her leafy hand and the water dropped down and everything was back to normal except the wife she never moaned again and the gardener woke up and went "Hmm, what is the bed doing in the front yard Oh, that's a good idea. I could sleep in my garden, he said. And the wife went, what? But before she could moan, she remembered the tomato witch. And she decided to be grateful from then on for everything she had because everything is right in its right season. And so she was happy with the gardener from then on. Well, that's the story of the tomato witch from when I was a little girl. Well, it's my story anyway. I think the tomato witch was real. What do you think? Are you ready? Are you ready for another song? Here we go then. Let's go to... The Wiggles. The Wiggles. The Wiggles. Oh, it's windmills. Okay, here we go. See the windmills turn They're turning in the the water flow then come and dance with me see the windmills turn they're turning in the breeze see the water flow then come and dance with me Everybody's dancing in the moonlight 
forgot to play my thumb piano as much as I was supposed to in my story. Because <laughs> I was so into my story. That's what happens when it's oral storytelling. And when it's your story, you can tell it anyway. So don't forget, you can go onto our webpage and find out when our story club is on. So you can come and do your own stories. Or you can come and be a co-host on this show with us. We can record whenever you need to. So don't worry, you don't have to be here first thing in the morning. Okay, this Saturday, today, today, there is the Storytelling Festival that is on at the library and it's from 10.30 until 4. Wow. And I'm going to be there helping. Katrin McMullen is actually running it and I'm not telling. There's other storytellers from different countries and different cultures so you really, really should come and listen. I'm going to be excited because I'm going to listen to all of them if I'm not doing something to help. I hope I'm going to see you there at the library today in Dunedin. Okay, are you ready? We're just about running out of time on the show. Again, 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 running out of time. (laughs) So don't forget, you can go back and listen to our past podcasts by going to aliesimpsonstories.com and going to our radio page show, radio page show, (laughs) radio show page, and... There's a big button there. They can go and listen to all of them on ORFM in Dunedin. Or you can go to ORFM Dunedin on their site and go for Woven Stories. So you can always get our past shows. So please make sure that you keep in contact. And I really would love you to come in and be co-hosts. So go to our webpage and find out. So from me, thank you for talking about the seasons with me today and listening to our stories and joining me and Ross on our show. We love it when you send us messages. We do too. Don't forget you can enter the competition to get the book that we had today and all you have to do is go and tell us when lambs are born. Okay, so it's Anohara from me. Goodbye from me. And here's our last song from Trolls, Move Your Feet. It's a sunshine day. Make
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.